I don't believe that you should hire someone who on the resume look has skills. It's hiring the person that has the potential, has the coachable mindset. Because from there, then the culture itself will only elevate that person to be the best version that they can be. You are listening to Shang Her, founder of Feel Good Cookies that is all about gratitude and creating stronger relationships. In this episode, we break down what it truly means to go after your big idea, how to separate yourself from the crowd, and how to deliver an experience someone remembers. This episode is for anyone that wants to add a personal experience to their business and build meaningful relationships. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And today I have a very special guest that I connected with at a mastermind, her spunk immediately got the crowd connected and is one person you never forget in that room. What I love about this woman is how she took an idea from a mastermind and actually launched a business despite of fear, imposter syndrome, and it took off. She used her expertise in personal branding and really using an experience to separate herself from the crowd. She's the founder of Feel Good Cookies and one of our partners when it comes to our clients and events. Welcome to the show, Shang Her. Oh my God, that is an introduction for real. I like to make them personal because that's what I feel about you. And I'm just going to dive in. So you have a cookie business and it's probably one of our only cookie business that's ever been on our show. And there are so many different cookie business, but I think what this, our listeners can relate to is how do you make yourself stand out from the crowd? And my first question is like, what made you decide to do a cookie business to begin with? Well, I think is what you said. We met a mastermind. And I think honestly, at that mastermind, the whole time the coach there, you know, we met and he was just talking about relationships and how to cultivate it and how to strengthen it. And then while he was describing everything, I was just like, this is what I do with my friends. Like, this is what I do with my family. And this is what I do to cultivate and strengthen our relationships, even when I'm not in their lives you know, every single day, or we haven't talked for years. This is the things that I do to make sure that we stay connected. And I just shared this idea of like, Hey, this is what I do. You know, I bake cookies and I just ship it. And I create this little journey with these cookies. Didn't think nothing of it. And then he was like, Oh, everyone's like, well, I wish I was your friend, you know? And then I just clicked to me. I was like, Hmm, if I could replicate this, right. And if I could replicate this to total strangers, what I do for my friends, then maybe this is like, maybe it could be a business. When I left the mastermind, I got 15 names and I'm just like, I'm just going to send it out. And if these cookies suck, hey, it sucks. 
right? But if I could create this whole experience, it's not just eating the cookie. So I think one thing that I like to tell people that we are a gifting business and not a cookie business, because like, I think from that perspective, we are giving people a journey when it comes to the gift. It's not about just getting a box of cookie and like eating them. This is about telling your loved ones, your friends, your clients, that like, hey, I'm there for you, you know, in very thoughtful, intentional packaging words and everything. So when I replicated and I got the feedback from those 15 people, it was like, oh my God, these cookies are so good. But I didn't feel bad eating the cookies. And God, I had a, such a bad day and I just received your box and it made like the whole, like my bad day just disappeared. And I was like, this is what I want. This is like the feedback that I want from people. This is what I want to create in people's lives. And I was like, okay. So I think like I stepped back because, okay, Raquel, I'm not the baker. I think people think I'm the baker, but my husband is the baker. He is, he loves baking. He loves it. And then I was like, hey, we could totally scale this, but do you want to be, you know, doing this, you know, because I like the notes are great and everything. The whole packaging packaging is great, but without the cookies, it means nothing. Like it's, it, it dependent on each other. So that's kind of like how it came about, but I call it serendipity, you know, like it wasn't something I planned, but everything just like the universe just connected. And then like how you said, we just kind of launched it and we kind of did behind the scene. I mean, like you got you know the, a lot of some of the behind the scene stuff, but we didn't think people would understand the mission behind our business as that it's a gratitude mission that we are on. And it's baked goods to really express, you know, gratitude and baked goods that are really intentional and baked and to really strengthen relationships. And I think that we come from that point of view. So I think like that's what makes us so unique. But at the same time, building this business, like it wasn't planned. I love that because like I said, I got to see it in such a short period of time. And like you had mentioned just in in that is you guys are called feel good cookies, correct? Yes. And you guys have special, you brought it up special packaging and it's really about the customer experience. Where did that all come about? So for me, I think for my husband, I think it's both of us. So my husband's the co-founder. I think it's just in our culture. Um, I think it's just in us. Like when we have guests that comes over, we create a journey where we are creating food for them. Like we want them, like we cook the best dish. How do we add flavor? How do we give them like, I don't know. We just create a journey and experience for them. So I think it's naturally, like I said, feel good cookies. I feel like it's just an extension of who we are as a person. And we just want to create it at a bigger scale. So so I think a lot of people, I think after we launched it, a lot of entrepreneurs had reached out to me. They're like, how did you come up with this concept? Like, what did you do? Like, why did you take this angle? What's so unique? Like, how did you even think of it like this? And it was hard for me to describe because it was like, I don't know. It's part of me. I'm always about experience. Everything that I do, it's about giving experience. How do I make this person feel good? And that's why everything, everything that we have chosen for the package is very intentional from the card that when you open it, the color, you know, to do with color psychology, you know, with the whole journey. And the, I don't know, it was just everything was done intentionally because we wanted that feel good experience. And like I said, this whole feel good cookie is just an extension of who we are. 
Oh my gosh. I remember getting your cookies in my mail and I was like, they are so good and they are so cute. And so we're definitely going to drop all the information in our show notes. So I know you guys are all going to want to try it for those that are listening or watching this video. And here's a question for you. It's one thing to actually launch the business, but how important do you think customer experience and journey? Because you talked about being so intentional with the color, making them like, how do you bottle up the feel good experience? And you guys were so intentional about that. How important for any business owner that's listening out there is the customer experience, the customer journey when it comes to a business or a transaction? I always ask, how would you like to be treated? How would you like to be treated walking to a hotel? How would you like to be treated going to someone's house? How would you like to be treated going to a restaurant? If you want that same treatment, then you got to give that same treatment. You know, I'm like, practice what you preach. Like, it's funny because people will be like, they didn't treat me like this. They didn't treat me like that. I'm like, but dude, you didn't treat, you don't do that. Like, how do you expect this when you don't do it? And it, and, and I say who you are bleeds into your business and it bleeds over, bleeds into who you are as a person and the things that you do. So when you are looking at a customer journey, ask yourself, if I was to walk into a hotel, I was to eat at a restaurant, what would the best service look like? Mm-hmm. How would I feel so welcome? How would I feel as to when I walk into the door, the atmosphere, the color? How would I like to be greeted, right? And then how would I like to be set down? How, you know, and then on top of that, what do you want the waiter to say? Mm-hmm. Okay, now that the food is out, how would you want it to taste? How would you like to be presented? How would you like the waiter to say goodbye to you? Yeah. Like it's this whole experience that you want people to walk out and to say, wow, that was an experience. Like I felt as if they really cared from, from, from opening the door all the way till I exited the door. And you have to look from that perspective. I don't think there's like a secret sauce. I think you also have to look at the point of view is how would you like to be treated? And that is there. so key with what you said. And I think about that often, especially in our business, in the real estate industry, And we coach a lot of real estate agents and probably a lot of people that are listening to the show are real estate agents. It's like, how would you want to be treated when you've got fear in the market and you're buying a house or you're selling a house or you're selling a house because someone gone through a divorce, right? You always have to think about that. And as you start to build your team and as you start to scale, how do you ensure, because we're even talking about an event. And usually when I throw out ideas to our team, I'm like, how would I want to be treated as a, a, as a speaker? How would I like, what's my wow factor when I've been to other stages, right? And I've been to other conferences. How do you ensure as a business owner, as you guys start to you know expand that you continue to carry on that feel good experience throughout all that culture throughout your whole company, your team? You mean if I was expanding my team? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way I would see it is one, I would ask them what are their values? Mm-hmm. You know, what are their values? Because I want to make sure our values and our beliefs align. And then I know as a leader, you must practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, it's not about delegating, but it's about supporting them to grow to be that best version of themselves. So as a leader, I will always continue, always do professional um, personal growth development to make sure I'm growing and supporting my team. Mm-hmm. At the same time, how do you create the culture and the environment? I think it starts from you, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I can hire someone who has the potential. I don't believe that you should hire someone who on the resume look has skills. It's hiring the person that has the potential. 
has the coachable mindset. Because from there, then the culture itself will only elevate that person to be the version of what that the best version that they can be. So when yeah. I look at, I look at values and I look at, are they coachable? And two, you know, and then I put them into the atmosphere and say, are they willing to test it out? And if they're uncomfortable, it's okay. But I just believe in this whole culture that you must create in your work environment that's healthy, it's safe. It's a place where they can grow. It's not a place that they're just another worker. So yeah. when I, those are the factors that I look at when I'm hiring someone or I'm bringing someone on, even just as a contractor, I'm looking at their value, what are their beliefs? What, you know, are they coachable? Are they workable? Like, how can we help each other? Because it's like, they want something from you and you want something from them. So let's get honest and say, I want to work for you because of X, Y, and Z. Okay. I want this from you, X, Y, and Z. Okay, yeah. great. Can we deliver? Can we, it, can we deliver? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's, I want something from you and you want something from me. Yeah. You know, I absolutely love supporting business owners. We coach a lot of small businesses, right? In, in the real estate and even big businesses. And I just love it when people actually go and fulfill their dream. Was there anything that you and your husband had to overcome, you know, or a change in your mindset of like, or even imposter syndrome? I want to hear about that of like launching this thing of launching this, this company. Cause I know once you guys launched it, it went like viral and now you guys are creating all the kinds of partnerships. I would have to say it was kind of backtrack. My friend would told me the other day, I was like, I cannot believe we launched, you know, um, a cookie business. And she said, your husband always wanted to do a baking business long time ago. I think we just wanted to choose a business that fit our lifestyle. I believe in building a business that fits your lifestyle, your lifestyle and not you slaving for it. So I think when we built it, he was already working on this cookie recipe for two years. And let me just tell you, as I've mentioned to you, none of his cousins, first cousins, even knew he baked. Okay. No one in his family really knew that he baked. Some of my friends knew he baked because, you know, he would bake for them. And we already started building the site behind the scene. And it was like, we're already like 75, 75% ready. And we were like, no, we just got to wait a little bit more, wait a little bit more. And that day I was listening to one of my mentors and she's like, just do it. The DSD, she was saying, do something different. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. We're just going to launch. Like if we got one order, great. But if we get feedback, because that's what I was going for. The most we can get feedback is, I don't know what the heck you're doing. I don't know what your mission's about. Okay, we'll bring it back and we'll just, you know, revamp. I said, that's the worst they can get is people don't understand what the heck we're doing. But if we got one order, great. And we launched it and I put it on my Facebook and oh my God, it was like, boom, 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 ding, 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 ding. It was like, oh, holy. And then my husband's like, did you just tell people about cookies? Because the orders are coming in. And we were just, I was like, oh my gosh, it is? Because like, I don't have the Shopify notification app on my phone, but he did. And then it was just started coming in. And then we were planning to sell only like maybe one box. And that whole week we made over, I would say over 200 cookies. And then it was like unexpected. The message was really clear. And, you know, I think people ask me this, like, how did I know what to say? How did I know that this was going to be right? And the thing is, I didn't know. I just refined it for like six months and I really didn't know. The only thing I knew was like, if I have to put it out there for the world to give me feedback. Hmm. So good. 
So good. I think that's just a lesson within itself. It's like, sometimes we're so scared to do things and we're holding back like what could be possible. You have impacted so many different people. And then your husband has so much talent. You have so much talent. And how long have you guys been in business so far? I know it's fairly new. Okay. (laughs) So we registered the business name last year. So, So I would say... But you guys just launched it. We just launched it three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Has it been that that short? Three weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, it was just three weeks ago. It was because I mean we were doing some so okay, let me backtrack this. I think we got a little th- we got a lot of things good because I think we beta tested three times. Yeah. So we beta tested with, you know, the mastermind people, and then we beta test with you guys with events, and then we beta test with uh, some of people that did order before we ever even launch. So we had a lot of feedback of like, to do this, to do that, to do this. So when we fully launched it, it was much better than the other three launches. So we kind of like did a three soft mini launch, if you want to call them beta testers. We kind of did that before we fully launched. So like, for example, like shipping to Arizona, we didn't think about like the cookie, the chocolate chip. So in our mind, we're like, oh, the only thing they can have is cranberry and just the other day, my husband's like, oh, you know, I'm going to work on another cookie that people that lives in the hot weather can have. So it's just not cranberry. You know, we, we would have never gotten that feedback if we never sent it to your event. Yeah. And by the way, everyone loved him. And you're talking about like feedback and you're talking about lessons three weeks in, three beta test runs. What have you learned so far with what you guys have built? What are some of the lessons that you guys just learned? I'm just curious. Just do it. Even if you don't feel ready, even if everything's not perfect, just do it. You know? And the second lesson is you don't know who's watching and you don't know who need this. And it's funny because when I launched it, I honestly thought I was just going to launch it and no one's going to buy it and everything. And we have so many people who reach out for collaboration. Of course, we know we're going to choose selectively because there's boundaries and you don't want to just go for any opportunities. But we learned just to do it. Second, people need this. And we held back, you know, in this time when mental health, human connections needed. Your product is needed. Like you don't even know how much your product is needed until you put it out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and number three is systems and process. <laughs> have it in place, like have it in place. I am a system and process girl. And if you're going to do anything, if you don't have the perfect system and process, but at least have it, you know, my mom always says, have it in place, have the system, have the process in place. You may not get it right, but the damage is less when you have it in place. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I tell my team all the time, these systems, these SOPs don't matter if we don't use them and if we don't constantly upgrade them because things change, climate change, you know, market changes, the way the customer feels today, it was so different from a hot market, right? So it's like, we've got to constantly, but you got to have them. And so one of the questions that I've been dying to ask, and I know some of the people that are listening, you work with your husband on this business. And it is not always easy from some of the even coaching clients that I coach to actually be in business with your significant other. What advice or tips do you have for those that are listening that work with either family or their significant other in their business? It's setting boundaries, setting boundaries and expectations. I think setting boundaries, expectations, and I think 
looking from the point of view. So it's hard, right? Because you work with your family or stuff. So I think the number one is look at them from, as, as a business partner. Like I try to forget that he's my husband and we're in business. So yes, I can have these emotional feelings outside of this whole business atmosphere. But when I walk in, I was like, okay, it's not what I think would be great in my mind, but I'm coming from a wife's standpoint. And sometimes I have to let go of that and realize, okay, what is good for the business? And he's looking out for the business, you know? So I think that one is understanding, setting the boundaries. Number two is letting go of that perspective that they're a family member. I know it's hard because you see them outside, but you also have to say they're looking for the best interest of the business. It's not the best interest of our relationship. It's the best interest of this business. And they're trying to move forward, move the business forward just as much as I am. Yeah. I love that. Such solid advice. And it's so true that you have to actually take the title off of the relationship and act as business partners when you are in business and that both people want what's best for the business. Yeah, 100%. So what are you guys working on that you guys are most excited about with Feel Good Cookies? And where do you hope Feel Good Cookies like ends up if you were to have your dream perfect world? So right now we are working behind the scenes. I mean, our dream is really to work with corporations. We want to work with realtors. We want to work with the people who has clients. You know, that's where our main focus is really going. You know, the way when we looked at cookie business, it's a lot of mom and pop shop. It's a lot of, um, it's just a lot of like two customers. And we saw in the market that there's a market that was missing. It's really to corporates. It's to entrepreneurs who wanted to create that experience and that like, hey, I see you. And it's not, yes, it's just cookies, but I think it's the way it's delivered is different. And that was missing in the market. And for us, we want to branch out in that area more than anything is to grow that area. Yes, we still have consumers, but our main focus, where we want to grow and push Fogo Cookies is really to work with entrepreneurs and realtors and business owners to give them a tool of how to to strengthen their relationship with their clients. That is such a good like good explanation of like partnership and collaboration. And if somebody's listening to this right now, where can they order your most amazing delicious cookies and we're going to also put it in the show notes and where can they connect with you? So they can follow us on Instagram at shopfillgoodcookies. And our website is shopfillgoodcookies.com. So um, just want to put it out there. A lot of people ask us, where's the real Feel Good Cookies? And <laughs> they're thinking that there's stuff in there. How come it's like, I think one of the feedback that we got was like, what kind of crack did they put in this? Because it's so good. It and is then, so good. And they use a lot of great products. That's what yes. I love too. So I'm glad that you brought that up, um, Raquel, because we are very selective of the ingredients that we put in. Our products are non-GMO and organic. So we are very conscious of the ingredients that we are putting into this cookie. I love it. And as we wrap up, there's always one question that I ask every guest that comes on this show is what do you do to play bigger in business and in life? Ooh, that's a deep question. I think it's just going for it even when you don't feel ready. 
Because mm. what I have learned is that you will never be ready for that thing, but it's surrendering and showing up and doing the things that are necessary for what is being asked and called of you. So good. So good. Well, thank you, Shang. Of feel good cookies. I promise like this is like the best cookie you guys will ever taste. (laughs) The experience is like no other. I am so excited that you actually launched your business from our conversations from that mastermind to an actual business that's taking off. I cannot wait to see all the good things that happen for you and to support you in playing bigger, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. And just thank you for always like kicking me in the butt too, to just go for it. (laughs) I love you, my friend. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving the Raquel show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button. So you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further. So text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode.